Excellent. Oh, welcome to the Talk to Danielle podcast. I am your host, Danielle C. Baker, and today I have a very special guest. Uh, really excited to have him on. I have Carlos Kyles with uh, me this afternoon or this evening, depending on where you are uh, when you're listening to this podcast. And uh, Carlos has a, a really great story uh, that uh, I've asked if he could come on to share and uh, kind of call this episode Harnessing Your Superpower because uh, but he was telling me his story. He was, he was basically uh, explaining it the way that I like to explain it to children as well when they're uh, looking for their superpower and, and then their contribution to the world. So thank you very much, Carlos, for, for joining me and uh, agreeing to get on the show. Oh, yes, ma'am. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if can you just briefly, I you know I don't, don't like to read people's you know the quick bios, so I prefer it when it comes from from the person. So can you just briefly uh, share your story uh, with uh, with the audience? Oh yes, ma'am. Uh, growing up, I was bullied. Uh, I got called names. I got rejected by the girls, and on a regular basis, uh, somebody wanted to uh, punch me in the face. And that was just high school, though. Like I went through that a lot. Got told I can't dance, which that started in middle school because it was that teen's night out. I really wanted to dance, but I got you know booed, called names, and. Some young ladies, though, I mean, I got to give it to the young lady, though. Like, they were really good. I gave them their props, and they said that you're not raw. Or they were, or that was just another way of saying you can't, you know, dance, or you ain't got no skills and stuff like that. But the bullying started earlier than high school and middle school because it started in elementary school. Like, I remember kids, though, calling me retarded, calling me slow, ugly, making fun of how I walk and stuff. And oh boy. And when I was stutter and things like that, I got, you know, called names for that. Or as the cool case was saying out day, I got, you know, roasted for things, you know, like that. And uh, mm-hmm. I would say that over the years though, all the years of being bullied and experiencing rejection though, I'm not gonna lie though, it caused me to have like anger problems, low self-esteem, my confidence, though, was just, you know, right down the pipe and things, uh, you know, like that. And even as an adult, though, it got to a point to where it really affected me, like, in certain ways and things like that. But I will say that there were some victorious moments. And it started at one point, like, in college because it started with a friend of mine teaching me how to dance because, hey, I'm the guy that was always told you can't dance. So they always laugh at me when I dance. So mm-hmm. I got... I had a dance and it paid off because uh, when I was at Alabama State University and during the uh, freshman talent show, I was and stuff and I got really, you know, got cheers and stuff. And I love using wrestling analogy. So I felt like the John Cena of, of dancing, though, kind of, because out of all the uh, participants, I got the biggest uh, cheer or as they say in wrestling, I got the biggest, you know, pop. And that was the beginning of me, though, being like the face of dance, though you know, at Alabama State and being one of the most respected and popular dancers there. And my biggest moment or in wrestling terms, my biggest pop was at the BET Black College Tour. They came to Alabama State. They had the Dougie contest where it was a Dougie contest where I was like, do the Dougie and you pop your collar. That's how the dance would work. And I'm a small town country boy. So, you know, I was dancing against guys from Atlanta, New York, Chicago. Uh places where some of the best dancers in the world will come from. 
But out of all the different answers, the small town country boy from Central Florida won. So that was a season where, you know, I got a big pop and a big push in the um, dance though department. And uh, even though I still went through some more years though of uh, bullying and being called names, it took a long time for me though to heal. But starting around 2019, what helped me to heal though, eventually though, was uh, healing through self-improvement and things like that. Especially, and it was after it took me three years to get over a girl that I, you know, really liked, and that kind of just, you know, deeply hurt because it made me, it made me go back to a time, you know, to where, you know, like when the bullying was at its hype and stuff, and it made me feel like worthless and stuff again. But the healing came though, thanks to Jesus and therapy, because when I was focusing on my relationship with Christ and when I focused on healing though, and it was as simple as getting a job and working out in the gym, I felt a whole lot better. About you know, about myself that began my healing, went to gallery night and I didn't focus on talking to a cute girl. I just focused on enjoying life and I felt so much better, you know, about myself. And, um, I'll, and now, and that'll be the version of my story that I'll give you for right now. Oh, that's, that's incredible. It's a great story that, you know, through the years you're able to, to overcome those, those obstacles and, and work on yourself to, to build up that confidence, that is great. I'm curious to know because we bullying is still a very, very sensitive topic, especially in schools. Uh, adults don't really know how how to handle it still, and uh, people are still really trying to make a change. But when you were younger, because you did say it started from elementary, I was wondering how did you register that uh, back then when it first started? When it, you know, you. You were getting picked on and, and all of that. How could you register that at, at an elementary school age? Well, for me, it started off, though, like, at first I didn't understand. I was like, okay, why is this happening? But the more it started to happen, and I'll be honest, the more it started happening, though, the more, you know, I got mad and irritated because it, because as a child during that time, it wasn't making any sense, like, what in the world did I do to you? Why are you giving me, you know, like, like problems? And I didn't understand. And now, especially that kind of child to where if I got tired of being like, you know, picked on, I told a teacher or, and I'm not going to lie. And I'm human. And as a child, though, I got so angry when I got so fed up with it, though, I wanted, you know, I wanted to fight. I mean, don't get me wrong. Now I recognize now I'm the adult, though, that fighting first or resolving things with your fist first is always the best solution. But I do want mm -hmm. people to understand though that at first I didn't understand, but it did get frustrated. And then I, you know, started reacting in anger or when I got fed up though, I'm like, man, this has got to stop though. That's how I would react though a lot of times. But there were definitely been days though where I would just, you know, you know, like cry out of frustration as, you know, as well, because again, I just didn't understand why, why is this happening? Right. That's right. Is there anything at that time that you wanted to express or say, but you just couldn't or you didn't know how? Like, did you ever want to express yourself without without fighting? Um, is there something that you would wish you could have been telling somebody to get some help, uh, you know, somebody to, to, to help end this, but you just didn't have the words for it or you didn't know how? Well, I... 
Well, I'm glad you said that because when I look look back, there was a lot of times where I wish I would not have, you know, resolve try to resolve my issues though, like with my fist, which I'm not proud of because uh, mm-hmm. I wish I would have found healthier and more effective ways to not only stand up for myself, but I seen friends of my dog get picked on and it was some of the most ignorant stuff I ever seen and I'm going to own it. There were times I wish I would have found like better ways as well as better strategies though to not only stand up for myself but to stand up for my friend though to say hey maybe I could have anything and said leave him alone though maybe we could have went to a teacher though together or whatever though maybe we, we could have hung out mm-hmm. somewhere else though and if the kids still wanted to run their mouth though maybe we could have found like a you know better solution but when I think about it now though like I didn't understand I was struggling with it with it myself <laughs> and the same skills that I'm equipped with now though to deal with it though I understand now that I wasn't equipped with those same skills, though, to be like, hey, you know, maybe I can be this person's friend. Maybe I can find ways, you know, to intervene, though. Maybe I could have used my martial arts abilities, though, you know, to, you know, get her, though, because mm-hmm. I did practice Taekwondo, like, you know, growing up. But as a little kid, though, I still thought, hey, it's all about your fist. But don't get me yeah. wrong. I'm going to tell the truth, though, as a martial artist, I would tell anyone that, Martial arts can be a great way, though, to deal with bullying. It can definitely teach you effective ways and effective strategies, though, of dealing with, with bullying, though, because with martial arts, it not only does it teach you how to punch and kick, though, but it boosts your confidence. It teaches you, like, healthy ways to stand up for yourself. And it teaches you, though, though that when you do put your hands up, though, it's strictly self-defense, though, like, only if you're, you know, only if you're trapped, though. It'll give you more confidence, and, you'll gotta, and you don't got to be so scared though like you know what if someone tried to punch me in the face today or what if someone calls me a name and i lose my you know temper like my right. has you know benefits and i wish i would apply those you know skills so you know better yeah but at that age too it's it's kind of hard i'm glad that you mentioned that because hindsight is always better you know now with the resources that you have and the tools that you have that there's other ways of handling it. But at that moment, at that age, you really don't. So my question is, you did mention earlier that uh, you would tell adults, you know, or your parents or teachers about it. Is there a way when you did, was there something that you wish the adults would have told you or would have handled things differently to help you out in, in those types of situations? Oh, yes, ma'am. Uh, when I think about it, uh, I wish my parents and the adults would have been more understanding. And I say that because I wish they would have just understood, though, that I wasn't just crying or being mad all the time because uh, I do love my parents and I understand that they do the best they can because I come from a family where you're taught to be strong and you're taught to just be quiet and get, you know, over it. But I wish they would have understand, though, that when you're being bullied, though, like it causes like anger issues, all types of issues and stuff. And I wish I would have been told a lot more just to, just to be quiet and get over it and not just be seen as, oh, he's just throwing another, you know, temper tantrum. Uh, wow, when I think about it, you know, now, though, I wish, wow, when I think about it, I wish I could have better communicate my issue with my parents and just told my parents, hey, you know, sign me up for counseling. Uh, when I think about it, I wish I would have gotten counseling, though, as a kid, because if I would have gotten counseling, wow, that could have taught me, like, the skills I needed, though, back then and that would have helped me get a better you know issue of the better understanding of the issue though back then and and no doubt my parents though would have you know gotten a better understanding of the of the issue like i'm not you know angry at them now and i definitely forgive them because i understand that they were doing the best they can and i wasn't just going through a hard time but man we as a family was going through 
a hard time and it's but the thing is though it's hard to deal with life though when you're not healing with healing properly or dealing with certain issues properly though and that's true whether you're a child where you was a child like me or like or a parent though but i was with this <laughs> my mom though that i'm not just being angry though i got a problem and i just need help yeah. or, or i need better help though you know better yeah. better help. Like, i wish i would have been with the counseling <laughs> Yeah, and, and you, you really touched a, an important point there where you're saying, um, and I think this is the situation that we're having still, is adults don't know how to handle it or, or they don't know. And we do have that, you mentioned it again, where you, you know, you're told to toughen up or you know people kind of push that away or they think that you're being emotional about the situation. But we're not talking about a one-time thing here where you just one day people are making fun of you. We're talking about continuous every day continuously it builds up and and those those emotions run high so I'm, I'm glad you shared that it's important for people to understand what goes on inside that struggle that you're going on inside and, and you're able to give a voice for for children who um, or even adults who, who don't have the words for it uh, which leads me to my next question because when we spoke earlier you had mentioned that you you just kind of saw this eventually. You saw this as a superpower that you you know you have this superpower that you're harnessing and that you're able to to help people. And uh, so can you kind of let us know when you started to see what you were going through as a superpower? Well, I started seeing it because. I'm not going to lie, like, I struggle with things like, you know, autism spectrum disorder and symptoms similar to Asperger's, but I mm-hmm. started seeing my powers because I remember one time I was doing, like, I think homework in the second grade, and my teacher gave me, like, an assignment, and I got the paper, and I did it lightning fast, like, in around five or ten seconds, and my teachers, though, were amazed. There was another mm-hmm. moment where I was taking algebra like in middle school and to me though math and science did come so easy to me it it math you know it's really middle school came so easy that you know I mastered algebra in Miss Graham's class piece of cake and when I looked at the advanced algebra it was a piece of cake because I'm like well it's advanced but to me this is so easy mm-hmm. and uh as I got older, though, I started realizing, though, that when I did my thing as a Christian, especially as I was getting saved and, and stuff, and when I, uh, and whether it's that or whether, you know, I'm dancing or doing things like that, or especially when I'm, I'm dance, people just get so inspired. And there's so many kids that look at me, though, and they get inspired and be like, hey, I want to be, you know, like him or whatever, though. And again, I'm going to use wrestling anal- this, a wrestling analogy because I love wrestling analogies. Like, I was looked at, though, like I was the top baby face of a wrestling promotion, such as The Rock or a Hulk Hogan or a John Cena or something <laughs> like that. And that made me realize that, wow, I got the power to be, you know, inspirational, like a top baby face in wrestling. Yeah, that is amazing. Uh, can you share with us what you're working on now? What, what kind of uh, work are you, well, what are you working on right now? Well, one of my latest projects I'm working on it, it's not out yet, but it's in development. It's a superhero book called uh, Neek Man, and it's based on my bullying story that I just shared. And the main character, his name is Rick Flame, and he eventually discovers that he has superpowers, though, that's connected with his, uh, his ass, you know, burgers. It's like his brain is rewired in a way to where it gives him a copy ability, 
and he copies animals so much that he gains like different animal abilities, though, like the vision of a you know eagle or the bite of a crocodile, just to name a few superpowers. And uh, the story starts off like this, though, like he gets bullied and then the popular girl rejects him and he has a rivalry with the popular boy because he thinks he has it going on, but he doesn't understand that everybody has a story. But he eventually meets his mentor who takes him to a Wakanda style like city in Africa, where it's like a city and actual jungle, like, you know, combined. Like you could be walking down the street, though, and you can see like rhinos and stuff, though, coming down roads, though, like, you know, like a car would in New York City. And that's yeah. where Rick becomes neat, man, because he learns how to be a superhero and a businessman. And when he comes back, you know, he forgives his bully, him and the popular guy settle their rivalry and they end up being friends. And Tiffany wants to try to date him then because he has all the money and the business and stuff. But Greg was like, you can't date me now. Too late. And the story is <laughs> on a cliffhanger that when he meets his uh, love interest and that's going to be the indication that there's going to be a sequel to this story. That is incredible. I like how you you turn your story into a superhero story. I think that gives it a lot of power. And I, I just love hearing when you talk about your story. I can I can see how great this would be. Um, uh, before I ask, I'm going to ask you another question a little bit later on. But I'm just wondering with the experience that you've, you've gone through and the growth that you've done over the years, is there a, a message that you'd like to pass along for children? who are being bullied you know if it, do you have like some kind of wisdom or uh, inspiration that you'd like to give them, or even with the parents of the children that are being bullied and what advice you would give them on how they could handle it to help their child well as a christian i'll just start off by saying pray for the bully you know and pray for yourself and seek out your healing early on though like talk to your parents and get into counseling and get into Activities that are therapeutic, though, like learn new skills, sign up for martial arts or sign up for art classes and, and things, uh, get a haircut, you know, love on yourself, get involved with all types of activities that are therapeutic, you know, go online and Google therapeutic activities, you know, for kids, because one of the best things you can do is be a diamond with a story to tell. And you do that, though, by being the best version of yourself. You know, you can be the best person yourself, though, by boosting your confidence, boosting your self-esteem, you know, keep your hair clean and stuff. Uh, be the best, you know, you that you can, you know, be, though. You might not be like the most popular girl or boy, though, in the neat man, you know, story, but you can be the best you. Like, I could be the best Carlos, but, you know, a child could be like the best Julie, though, or the best Bobby or the best version of themselves, though, you know, basically. Right. No, that's great. That is good advice. Them. It's important to take care of yourself and heal yourself from this as well. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, I wanted to kind of ask before I, I, I ask you how we can reach you. I always ask this one question because this one little girl had asked me this question a couple of years back when she was interviewing me. And I thought I promised her I would ask all the, the people I interview is what would you like to be when you grow up? <laughs> A superhero and a businessman. Uh, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a superhero and I frankly want to get into business. So I will say a superhero who has his own business. 
Oh, that's amazing. That is a superhero in itself. When you have your own business, you kind of have to have, <laughs> you kind of have to be a superhero. That's wonderful. Uh, how can people reach you with, uh, you know, with a book coming up and some of the new projects that they, they, where they can follow you? If you could share that and I will add them in the comments when we, uh, when we broadcast this, uh, this podcast. Oh, yes, ma'am. Uh, well, I got a Facebook and, um, uh... I got a page called a uh, Polysaw. It's facebook.com, you know, slash Polysaw. And I also got a page on Facebook called a uh, Neekman Art Gallery. So it's facebook.com slash Neekman's Art Gallery. And uh, I also got an Instagram, which is Neek underscore art. That's wonderful. And we'll, I'll make sure to, to put those down when we uh, stream the the uh, the podcast, we'll we'll make sure we put your contact information so our, our listeners can can follow you and see all the the new stuff that you're working on and the artwork. I love it. I've seen uh, what you've posted and you do some really nice work and I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm, I just love how you you just the the. Sh- the pictures that you draw are just uh, really, really, really nice. So I want to thank you so much. And is there any way that your audience can help you with what you're working on right now? Well, uh, I have a cash app, you know, it's dollar sign Polysaw Unique, man. And uh, if you like to, you know, to like to donate, uh, you're more than welcome to donate. And I'll make sure the proceeds, the proceeds go to the production of the book. And uh and just check out my Facebook because I plan on doing more lives and all types of other, you know, events. And when I start doing more like YouTube lives and videos, uh, please come out and support. And if you want to donate to my cash app, I'll have the link up there as well. Okay, that's wonderful. Yes, because we all know it takes uh, quite a lot of resources to get a book going. And if you have uh, already thinking of sequels as well, so people can support you that way, that is wonderful. I want to thank you so much for taking the time uh, to talk with me today. And just before we uh, we sign off, is there any anything else you'd like to add? Any other uh, words of wisdom you'd like to share? Oh, yes. Uh, I would like to. I would like to say, uh, you know, parents like just understand though that it takes a lot more just to be quiet and get over it. And that's not no offense though to anyone, but. Uh, you know, just understand though that with bullying, like with bullying, like if you don't deal with it early on or help your child to heal with it early on, though, it can affect them until like adulthood. So the best thing you can do, though, is just, you know, deal with the issue, you know, early on. And there are healthy ways, though, like to deal with the, you know, issue and just understand, though, that that if you know what your child is being like, you know, it's having like bad mood swings or they're always in a bad mood because of what always been bullied though it's not that because they're in a bad mood but they're just being bullied and just and it's just a cry for help though and it's just a cry for hey i just need help i just need healing i just need you know therapy yeah that's wonderful it's a great message thank you again carlos and for everybody watching uh don't forget to look at the comments we'll put uh all of carlos's social media on there so that you can uh, follow him and his cash app as well if you want to support his book so i want to thank you again and until next time stay safe stay awesome and we'll talk soon bye